Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Allowing yourself to ask yourself a question or discover what you want is one of the highest forms of liberation. But it wasn't a meme, it was him holding a gun to the... the... <laughs> camera i didn't know what i wanted mm -hmm. there's a difference between financial stability and wanting to be somebody's sugar baby this isn't even just about vocalized expectations this is about legalized <laughs> expectations hello and welcome to the to my sisters podcast i'm courtney and i'm renee and we are your online sisters and hosts of the to my sisters podcast we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world and in today's episode a valentine's day special special, special. is there no hope for love Ooh. dating chronicles long-term relationships and finding the one the one the one the one will you find them <laughs> will they find you the many jingles of season the, four we honestly actually used to put together a little mixtape right literally, at the end you know of what we season. need to do a whole podcast episode that's just the jingles, jingles yeah but sisters, as it is the advent of a national holiday, some people celebrate it, some people actively ignore it, some people claim that it's Valentine's Day every day. Good on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You know Look, the good there. on you guys you know every, day is every day is valentine's day to me well good for you mate good for you but no as it is the advent of a holiday that is recognized by some and ignored yeah. by others we yeah. thought that we'd come and have a little chit chat mm. something hopefully not as serious because we know nah. that for some folks this is a time that is quite stressful yeah. for it's others a time it's of a morning. It's the time of morning. And Grief. It's, it's our time Loft. to tell you, don't worry, romantic relationships are not everything. Yes, Make exactly. Sure that you get loving and showing spoiler. love to Spoiler <laughs> alert. This entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> so please sit back, relax, and let's get into it. But before we do that, we do have a few housekeeping announcements. Well, we gotta clean up. The first thing you got to clean up is your Amazon wish list because there should only be one thing at the top of that wish list and that's the two My Sisters book. Come on, this segue. What a clean transition. That was a good one, that wasn't was good. it? Oh, gosh, she out here guessing me. Oh, my God. But please make sure that the Two My Sisters book is available on your it's Amazon crazy. wish list. It is less than a, a month, month away until that book drops. And for the US girlies, yes, hey. yes, yes. We have an exclusive link for you. So please, please, please don't walk, run to the description. Skip. Right. <laughs> Skip with haste. With Marathon a bit. It. With, a bit with a bit more gusto. Yeah, as now we finally have the US link, which means if you are in the US of A, you can pre order. Come I've seen now. comments, people asking, okay, but what about SA, South Africa? What about other places? We are working on getting it in other territories, us and our publishers. But um, 
you know, this industry thing. You know what yeah, I mean? People and be doing things. We've been applying pressure, but we also need your support to apply pressure on them. Yeah. So please comment below. Make sure you're still, you know, standing on our necks yeah. when it comes to getting those links so we can For forward real. all that evidence to For our real. publishers. Yeah. Hi, Mira. I hope you're watching and <laughs> listening. We love you. <laughs> we love you. And happy belated birthday as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Happy another February born. What Come can I on. say? Some of the most excellent people are born in, are February, born in February. So February. It's true. Hey ho. <laughs> but sisters, please, please, please your support would mean the world to us this really is a big time for us a big time for the sisterhood Mm. and in the spirit of loving during this season Mm. how about you be loving and purchase a copy of the two my sisters a guide to building lifelong friendships for real for real so sisters aside from that i believe that's all the housekeeping that we do have for this episode yes make sure that you are following us on socials because this week a lot of information Ooh. is dropping especially in regard to t- in regards to tms experiences our international trips the time has come we know you feel like it's been slow because we announced this in november but guys when i say we have been working vedette's been working the Shout team's been vedette. working the last like 10 weeks literally to think that live show was about what 12 13 weeks ago it's not even that long but the last few weeks have just been literally gallivanting around the whole world trying to find the best ways to experience the sisterhood in international waters and so we have finally come with a bit of a game plan an itinerary details prices things to help you get prepared to join us either in new orleans or bali or somewhere else the surprise, the surprise, which Kenso is please. why, Kenso which please. is why you need to be following us on social, um, and in South Africa in February. Absolutely, not a kel surprise. Oh, I'm selling Ooh, you. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> so make sure you're following us on social media. If yeah. you are new to the sisterhood as well, welcome. We know that there's quite a few folks that are joining us for the first time. Welcome. Share that loving. Welcome to the sisterhood. We are so happy to have you, and we hope that you enjoy not just our past episodes, mm. but all that we have to offer because. We have some really exciting things coming up. Yeah. Literally this week. Love for you to be involved. Literally this week. But other than that, that's all the housekeeping folks. You know, around here, we we like to keep it nice and clean clean and tidy. Come on. Unfortunately, though, there are other matters that are slightly messy. And for this, we must travel into the ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Let's get into it. (laughs) And of course, it is love related. Ah, aren't they always? Aren't they always? Uh. Particularly. Uh. It's the exasperation like I've I've been here before. Hi, beautiful sisters. Oh, hello. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, humor, and good vibes with the world. Your content is saving lives. Oh, man. I saw the else like putting stuff on the internet. You know what I mean? You know? Um, I am a lawyer in my late 20s doing really well in her career, if I may say so myself. Come on. I'm saving, investing, and generally working to glow up in every area of my life. Love that for you. I was in an in and out thing with a nice guy for four years from 2018 to 2022. Most of it was a situationship with zero commitment from him. I had to break it off given that his heart was so clearly not in it. Mm. He always gave excuses for his lack of commitment and refusal to be emotionally available, Mm. citing past trauma as the reason and asking me to give him time to deal with his Mm -hmm. emotional baggage and fully commit. It's been nearly four months and I might be dealing with... It's been nearly four months and I might be dealing with withdrawal symptoms and a bit of guilt regarding how I went about cutting him off. Right, okay. I feel like a coward whenever I remember it and I am afraid I may have worsened whatever baggage he was already dealing with. Plus, a part of me misses his presence in my Mm. life and calling him up 
over the littlest thing. Mm. I worry that this whole business is actively undermining my growing and glowing journey. And I could really use specific words of wisdom and a few more hands holding me up in the light. Please help. Much Aww. love from a troubled Nigerian sis. Oh, Niger babe. What's good? What's good? What's it? Niger in the building. Oh, Niger in the man. building. Well, sorry, my A was because I thought you had been in a situation yeah. and he was keeping the delay going for four months. Quite a uh, serious but Although there have been sisters that have been in situationships for much. Ten years. What do you have to say for yourself? Nothing really, because they ain't got nothing to show, do you? No. Just a, a situation. Just a promise ring. Just, if that. And empty promises. You know, um, them man, them there that will be um, putting them jelly rings on your hands like, oh, I want to marry I can never accept such a thing. <laughs> Candy. Sweet. Candy. Do I look like a Plastic. tuck shop? <laughs> do I look like a tuck shop to you? They're selling they're even, um, uh, what do you call it, gold-coated rings for like £15. You can at least try. He said, oh, here's the candy. I was Are eating Harry primary school. <laughs> Oh, you have to be Mr. Suave to make something Harry like that Bows romantic. Can you imagine? Like, oh, my babe's got me a bit of some Harry Bows. Oh, this reminds me this of This isn't you. to shame anybody, though. It's just to tell you, expect better. Increase your expectations. <laughs> no, this reminds me of you. Please it can't remind you of me. <laughs> I don't even eat sweets. I'm like <laughs> on my way to being pre-diabetic. Don't it runs in my family. <laughs> Are you trying to kill me? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, back, sister. Back the, the um, as you can see, the sort of such things makes us really shudder. Um, okay, so I'm taking it. The dilemma is I'm having a processing issue, clearly. <laughs> she was in a situation, she cut it off yeah. because the guy wasn't ready to be in a relationship with her, but now she's kind of having withdrawal symptoms. She misses him, yeah, and so now she's thinking, What do I do? Yeah, and she's feeling guilty because she feels like she may have added to his trauma by ah, breaking right. up with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think it's worth if you did enjoy this guy's presence and you had something, you know, you had some form of intimacy, even if it was in a form of friendship or a possible relationship, it is worth engaging in conversation with him around the way that you feel and asking him as well, how does he feel about the whole situation? Mm -hmm. Especially if you are getting signs that maybe it did upset him the way that things ended. Yeah. Um, as much as, you know, we can clown situationships and stuff, it is a form of even as unhealthy as they can be sometimes it is a form of relationship and mm. so it is something that you will and it's a form of romantic relationship so it is something that we form we form attachments to and therefore can actually feel feelings of grief towards and so you're completely valid um to have this amount of confusion to be having withdrawal symptoms and stuff like that my encouragement to you would be and i guess the the next steps that you can take going forward is you are still able to have an open conversation with him about why you felt the need to cut off the relationship in the first place. And I think it's lovely to get to a place where you can talk to somebody and reason with them and come to a place of understanding just so that he doesn't misinterpret or read too negatively into your decision to cut off mm. um, the relationship, especially if you may have done it in a way that was a bit less transparent. Um, I would definitely say as well that him needing time to heal is completely normal. Like it's, it's, he's well within his right to need that. Mm. However, I do still think that you coming to the decision that, hey, I actually don't want to wait that long is also completely valid. So don't think that because you're going back to maybe reconcile or at least speak out your heart that you 
can that you should invalidate your reasoning for why you even cut it off in the first place because I do still think they are very valid reasons to Mm -hmm. want to be like you know what I'm actually not happy with this situation I'm not actually happy with this dynamic of a relationship and I don't see us moving forward because you do need that time to heal Mm -hmm. so I'm going to kind of you know take a step back I think you were completely within your right to make that decision as well so the two can actually coexist absolutely um and just because you were in the right you can still feel a sense of maybe remorse or you know just for yourself that you've lost something that you actually did enjoy because you did enjoy it at some point so I would then depending on you you did say it's been four months since that um breakup kind of happened Mm. it may be worth also asking him you know if you're still feeling the girl where are you kind of at in this healing journey would you like to start dating again and could we see if we'd be able to explore having a relationship with each other especially now that I know that my expectations is that you know in a specific time frame I would want to be in a committed relationship and also you know that you've needed time to heal you've had some time have you done that healing how much time do you also think you need or what stage do you feel like you would have gotten to that will indicate to you that you are ready for a relationship should that be something that you want and so I think it's worth just engaging in just more mature in-depth conversations about your relationship where you actually do find out each other's expectations and desires and it's something that I've noticed a lot amongst women like dating these days and just in terms of us dating and navigating that space a lot of people are scared to ask somebody what do you want and what do you expect and Mm -hmm. we don't want to put labels on things we don't want to rush things you know he's going through his things and you're just assuming what his things are or she's going through her things and you're just assuming what her things are but the truth of the matter is if you don't have a verbal conversation you're going to be in limbo Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. a very long time and that's how a lot of people get stuck in a situationship for a long time exactly and so I do think it's worth if you do like this person and the only thing that was holding you back was or maybe you you know and this the relationship was because they're not ready to be in a relationship it's worth re-engaging in a conversation about hey i'm feeling you and i'm still feeling you mm. hey are you feeling me yeah you yeah. still feeling me let's talk about what we can do to help each other meet our wants and needs um but also that means you have to be open to maybe a conversation, which is actually you did add to my trauma and you did set me back a couple of months. And I hope he is going to therapy or is in active community exactly. or is just making the necessary steps that are productive to actually heal when he's not just saying that to string people along, if that makes sense. Um, but assuming the best, if he is you know, if he has been negatively impacted by this experience with you, which would also be completely valid, then it's also worth knowing that your your actions have consequence and it may lead to having more buffer time, mm. more dating time, rebuilding trust again. Um, but that's all just about re-entering into a journey to rebuilding trust and hopefully arriving at a very healthy relationship where both of you are satisfied and both of you feel like you are growing and glowing together Mm. um it doesn't have to be a full place of healing but it does have to be a place where you are trying to gain understanding of each other and go on a journey where you understand both of you are imperfect people but you are trying to help each other satisfy your own desires and that is what a relationship is basically all about so i hope that was helpful on my part but what about you man that was super comprehensive oh thank you comprehensive nuanced it was really nuanced i really enjoyed that (laughs) um but now i completely agree with everything that you said i think that it is very much uh, giving yourself grace and um 
it made me think of you know when you like break a bone yeah and there's that initial adjustment that you might have to do in order to get it back into yeah. place and it really hurts yeah 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 I think that I've when I've dislocated my shoulder before. Really? Oh, uh, and the angst that no, I didn't I didn't know you back then. Yeah, I was like, I, um, I was like nine. Okay, I was yeah, I fell off a swing. Like, oh like my friends were just like we were how high can we go? How high can we oh, oh we went high. Oh, and we came down came very right fast. Back down low. Very quickly. <laughs> very quickly and I dislocated my shoulder. But it, with that, even that analogy, the angst is often before you actually do the shift. Exactly. Once you do the shift, <clears> oh it's mad painful. But then it's in and you're like, oh, okay, cool. And you can start the healing process. Mm. So the reason that I conjured up that particular metaphor is there is a clear misalignment, at least right now, between both of you and your long-term plans. Therefore, obviously, in order to like put the bone back into its rightful place or at least to go on the track for both of you that is the healthiest, there may be some discomfort in the adjustment period. So I think that sometimes as much of it may be painful right now, thinking about this in the long term, if it's actually that both of you are incompatible right now, it could be and it probably is the best thing for you. Of course, there are, you know, better ways to go about a breakup. Obviously, you haven't shared the details as to how you went about that breakup. Mm. And that may also be causing guilt, which is fair enough and completely valid. And if it's something that you genuinely feel has impacted his wellness, his well-being, you could have phrased that better. It may be worth re-engaging him and having the conversation around, hey, I didn't necessarily phrase this the best way or I didn't go about this the right way. Mm -hmm. But I want to let you know that I still have love for you. I still have respect for you. And it's just that right now it feels like we're misaligned and I want the best for both of us. So it may not necessarily be the act of breaking up. That's the issue. But maybe it was the way that you went about Mm -hmm. it that could be contributing to your feelings of guilt and um, discomfort. Um, but resting in the fact that if there is a fundamental misalignment then the best thing for you is probably to part ways at least for right now and I also think that four months is actually a pretty short amount of time post breakup considering you mentioned that you had been dating for four years now that's a substantial amount of time and I think wait wait she was dating him for four years yeah 2018 to 2022 girl I'm telling you I'm having a process no, you were, she was dating him yeah, for four years and four. they weren't in a relationship because yeah. he was healing from his ex he wanted his ex he wanted his ex back there is no <laughs> way <laughs> no 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 <laughs> my starts has changed there is no way that somebody can be in a situation with you for four good years years and it's still telling you i'm double healing that because i definitely saw 2018 to 2022 and i was like oh it's been a while yeah in and out thing with a nice guy for four years he's not a nice guy in- <laughs> he's a villain in your story <laughs> you must remove him this is no shade he to said, this man i do not know this man in and out and i <laughs> the time frame completely <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fo- no, stop it, stop it. The thing is... I am taken aback. <sighs> flabbergasted, if you will. Um, The thing is... I love what you said... No, stop it, cut your face. <laughs> I love what you said about the fact that you need to pay attention to people's actions in the context of their words. It's, it's a nice thing to say that you're healing, but if you're not actively... T- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have to look at you today. If well, you're you not know how long four years, we were twenty-one four know, years ago. I know, I know, I know. You hadn't even entered the workforce. I know. I... Do you know how long four years is? 
There are children that have been brought into the world since. And are going to primary school. (laughs) (laughs) They have advanced. In and out, in and out. And I think that if you are somebody that is looking for a long-term relationship, then commitment is actually very important and it's very important early, as early on as possible. If it's your expectation, right. Being in and out for four years, I just don't think that's conducive to your personal goal of wanting to be in a long-term relationship that is committed. And I think that until there is some kind of shift, some kind of change, some kind of proactive steps that he is taking to demonstrate that he is now looking for a long-term relationship, then sis, I'm not going to lie to you. You've got to kick rocks and get oh, going. Oh, you dodged a bullet, baby. You, you made got a good decision. <laughs> you got you got to kick rocks and get going. And I think that four months versus this in and out situation of four years, of course, you're going to be feeling the right. withdrawal. Of course, you're going to be feeling like you miss him because this has been your norm for the past four yeah. years, despite it being in and out. But look on the bright side. Now that you're out, give it a little bit more time and give you give yourself some more space to heal and actually focus on more productive things. Mm. Like you were talking about the fact that you're a lawyer, you're out here doing this glowing and growing journey. You deserve to be with somebody that matches up to those expectations and somebody that is actually willing to commit to you as it pertains to both of your long-term visions. And I think that being with someone like this, no you know, skin off his nose, I'm sure mm-hmm. he's probably a nice guy in his own capacity mm-hmm. and whatnot, lest you have not been with him for the four yeah, years exactly. of in and out, right? There's definitely some redeeming qualities that he has. But again, in terms of that long-term vision, baby girl, you've got to keep your eyes on the prize. And it just so happens that you two may be actually at this point in your lives, two passing ships in the night. Right, right, right. Not right. Face. The four years dawned on you. <laughs> like, ah. Yeah, man. But sisters, especially those of you that have been in situationships, even some of you that may be in situationships right now, I really want you to ask yourself, is this what you want? And if that's what you want, then you're completely within your remit to mm. do as you like. We always encourage sisters to be critical thinkers. We always encourage sisters to make... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just remember the TikTok yeah. where this pastor was like, it was a guardian pastor or something, yeah. and he was like... Why would your aspiration be to be a side chick? <laughs> Do you know what a chick is? A chicken. <laughs> I'll smile for more. I'm you sorry. better be the mother hen. I'm sorry. That's too funny. That just made me remember that. Sorry, absolutely nothing to do with yeah, that um, situation. That's hilarious. I mean, when I saw it, I said, oh, my days. I mean, if you want that for yourself, it's about what you want for yourself at the end of the day. What you think is best for you. We can't come up in here and tell you this is what you think is best for you. We can suggest. Yeah. yeah. We can suggest. But we can't tell you. And we just want to make that clear just in case folks come on this. You know, folks always be coming to be like, yo. No, no, no. If that's what you want. (laughs) No. If that's what you want, if that's what you desire, if that's what you have written as your goal, go and get it, baby. Go and get it. What we do over here, though, (laughs) is make you investigate whether what you want is good. (laughs) And also, what is at the root of your wants? Right. But if after these conversations, you think, no, I still want that, go ahead. Go ahead, do your thing, man. Do your thing. Do your thing. Personally, I don't want to be a side chick. Not I don't me. have any desire to be a side chick, Mm-mm. but I have no desire to be in any kind of situationships. I have no desire to be in any sort of confusion Mm-mm. in my Mm-mm. life. Mm-mm. Things are already confusing enough. And I think that when it comes to something like a romantic relationship where 
it is actually quite straightforward to have clarity. Mm. I think that many of us are shooting ourselves in the foot yeah. by allowing ourselves to go with the flow. And I know that particularly for women, we'll get into it once we've you know finished this yeah, like, yeah. dilemma segment. But I know that for women, sometimes we don't want to come across as like desperate yes. or pushy or whatnot. Yes, and we yes, want to yes, come yes, across yes, as yes. attractive and pick me's and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But sometimes when we subscribe to pick me-ism, or when we subscribe mm. to this idea or this notion that it's only the men that can dictate the terms of a relationship, of course you're going to lose. Of course mm. you are going to lose out. Of course you're not going to have your needs met. Of course you're not going to feel as though this is a relationship. It's going to feel very transactional. It's going to feel very confused because it feels as though, you know, there's somebody else that's piloting this ship yeah. alone. And the thing about relationship is it needs two pilots. True. Um but yeah, sis, like you're doing super, super well for yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're so happy for you, well your glowing done. and growing journey. Um, I'm hoping that you have a myriad of friends around you that can also advise you, guide you and be with you during this process. Healing after a breakup is never easy. No. It's, heartbreak is real and it's really upsetting. Yes. And I'm sure you cherish the memories and the experiences that you've had with this fella. But at the end of the day, if it's not in alignment with your long-term vision, girl, you've got to cut it off and keep it moving. And there's like, I'm telling you as much as it feels like short-term vision and you know, your experiences around you might counter this truth, but there are, there is a whole vast world of men out there as much as it feels like, you know, this was the only guy for you Mm -hmm. right now. And you might have tunnel vision, be encouraged that there is a man out there for you. And to all the sisters that are in a similar situation, be encouraged that yeah. there is a partner out there Come for on. you. Um, so sending you lots of love, sending you lots of light. And also sisters, gather around. If you have any tips, any of you that have been in situationships, any of you that can resonate, please, please drop it like it's hot. Let's all encourage our good sis and help her during this healing process. Wow. <sighs> sis, man. Wow. Live, live, live. Mm. Love, 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 love. So before we do get into, I guess, the more nitty gritty stuff, Mm -hmm. I wanted to lighten up. I wanted this to be a little bit of a fun, a little playful conversation. And uh, I wanted to actually start with our dating chronicles. And the sagas. (laughs) 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 Because word on the street is the streets are actually in the pits. And um, I just wanted to ask you, Courtney, have you ever had any awful yes terrible dated experiences yes. many. <laughs> many i would even dare to say most <laughs> <laughs> what would you say are you know give us some recollections of some of your terrible dating experiences oh well what it was that made them so terrible, terrible. i can divulge um i if you go on my youtube channel i used to do bear story times back in Those the day great. yeah I yeah really yeah but them. then i ran out because I stopped dating glowing for six growing. years. Yeah, yeah glowing, glowing and growing. And growing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why the story times disappeared. So um, I remember, you know, a guy that just didn't show up to a date, like, and didn't communicate that he wasn't going to come. Um, I was a, a side chick at some point. One of my boyfriends cheated on me with my best friend. Um, Not this best friend, by the way. No, no, just no, no, no. Yeah, we always have to clarify that. <laughs> no. People be coming like the beehive, be like, y'all still friends, <laughs> putting an emoji or something like that. We want an episode. The There's nothing to tell. Nothing, man. Um, yeah, uh, it wasn't Renee. And I've had 
then when I stopped dating, those were like my major relationships, I'd say. Um, then I got into a, like a very serious committed relationship. And then it was kind of like that. F- it didn't fizzle out. Like we w- then went to uni yeah, and it was yeah, like, ah, yeah. oh, this is naturally going to kind of fade. So Absolutely. we decided to end that. Um, I kind of miss that dude, you know, Aww. I wouldn't be with him. Yeah. I wouldn't be with him, but I miss him as like in terms of friends, friendship, because mm. we were friends and then we became, we were childhood friends and then we became uh, lovers, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> tell me again, tell me again the ways of the lovers and friends. I don't know. Asha? Okay. It's Lil John. Okay. Damn. I hope people. Sisters, please go. I hope he's grown. Little John, and he's I no longer little. This is the problem though. Most of these rappers be little song. At 50. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got into a serious relationship with a guy, the person I lost my virginity to. Oh, it was tough. Oh, wow. And um, it was a good relationship. Came to a very quick end. Um <laughs> Yeah, I really thought I was in love too. That mm. was my like a heartbreak, and like I think maybe my second heartbreak in life. Um, that was a heartbreak, mm. and then six months, six years. Sorry, the last six years I've been. <laughs> so what was it so that we made these experiences? Marriage. Um, poor uh one lack of community i was young Mm. so obviously i'm 25 now so you can imagine all the relationships i've described prior to this six seven years has been teenage relationships up until my last one when i was 19 well 18 still actually so i would say that like it's interesting having had a lot of relationships in my teen years but still thinking very mature and engaging in relationships in a mature way, even whilst being an immature person. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So in the sense that I hadn't figured out what I wanted out of relationships, I hadn't, I mean, cognitively, I'm still developing. I'm very much navigating within relationships as teenagers do, which is based off of society, based off of culture, based off what you see, based off TV, based on social media, And so because most of my expectations were built based on that source of information, I wasn't necessarily having the highest of expectations. And then I was engaging in relationships with people who were as immature, if not more immature than I was, Mm. right? And I was a mature teenager in terms of my way of thinking towards certain things. As I think what made a lot of these relationships, the ghetto, was a lack of boundaries, a lack of communication, a lack of respect, um, a lack of, I'd say, expressed expectations, um, a lack of identified expectations in the first place, um, as well as just a lack of self-respect and shame Mm -hmm. on their part. (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. Um, And then just a whole bunch of silliness, like, you know, People thinking they can talk to you however they want oh. or people, you know, just being rude or I, I mean, dating app chronicles is a whole different category because the entitlement. Jeez Louise. It's quite a serious the entitlement. thing. It's a serious thing. It's a serious thing. And that's where, I mean, my dating experience, before I throw it back to you, has made me realize that relationships, if they are going to work, they are for the mature. If they are to be healthy, 
it requires two mature people. 110%. And the maturity isn't necessarily in the stage of your healing mm. or healing journey. Because I think a lot of people are obsessed with this idea of you need to heal before you get into a relationship if you want your relationship to be functional. Actually, no, there's even a level of maturity that quote unquote unhealed people have reached where, which is they have accepted that they are both works in progress. And they have dedicated themselves to do the journey together, despite mm. their shortcomings. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. maturity. And at any stage of your growing and growing journey, you can actually dedicate yourself to that pursuit. Yeah. And that level of maturity helps relationships to actually continue. Mm. Think about how many people who are like, okay, struggle love, right? As much as we criticize it, the reason why people make it in struggle love or they they keep bonded is because they've decided to commit to each other despite their shortcomings. Well, oftentimes one person's shortcomings. Um, And that level of endurance, whilst in that instance, it's quite foolish because it's being misapplied or it's being abused. It's something that I think a lot of people lack, but also I think there is a selflessness Mm. that can be learned from there, even though in that instance it's toxic because on the far extreme end of selflessness, I think there is an element of selflessness in that instance, which a lot of people who even consider themselves to be mature actually lack when they are engaging in relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can delve more into that another day. But what about you, dating escapades? We'll cuss through. Child. We've been through a lot. Mm. Well, not a lot, but like just avoidable silliness. Yeah. I think that sometimes frustrates me. And as much as I think that I've tried to keep it, you know, nipped in the bud on the straight and narrow and stuff. Sometimes I look back at young Renee and I'm just like, you didn't have to do all of at that. All. You didn't have to entertain that. Although some were entertaining, I think make for great stories, but others I was just oh, like, yeah. no, 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 no. And I think the absence money I got from them story times, a great benefit. Oh, hundred and fantastic, like hundred and ten percent fantastic, benefit. excellent. If you see any of my story times coming out, <laughs> just click. <laughs> <laughs> but I think similarly to you, I think that particularly when I was dating whilst I was a little bit younger, so the eighteens, the nineteens. I feel like you just like allow more things to run, which 100. is just embarrassing. Like 100%. genuinely embarrassing. Hindsight is a powerful Hindsight thing. Hindsight is a very, very powerful thing. And just things like lack of commitment mm. and unexpressed um, expectations. And then also just experimentation that just always goes mm. a bit strange or a bit awry. Um, and no disrespect to my American sisters mm. and my American brothers, but you guys are a different kettle of fish as well, boy. Different because. Breed. Some of the folks I dated whilst I was there, I was just like, is everything okay? Like, (laughs) I don't know if I've ever told you this story. Yeah, I felt like some sort of like, I don't know, uh, caught between two unnecessary star-crossed lovers. But there was this one guy who I was like, oh, I think you're kind of cool. I think I met him like um, at an event or something. Mm. And he seemed kind of cool. So we exchanged numbers. Nothing like super serious. For all intents and purposes, I've known you a day. And he did the entire love bombing thing where he'll be sending me like messages. I've just met you a day, by the way. I thought you're cool. You right, took my right, number. Right. He's like, oh, you're so beautiful. Okay. I think I could see us doing X, oh, Y, Z. No. I was just like, my good sir, it's been 24 no, 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 hours. No, 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 no. And then I went to an event maybe like a day later. And I didn't realize that he was there. Yeah. But I was out with my friends and this guy came up to me yeah. and we were speaking. Tell me why this guy comes up to the other guy. and He's like, I'm going to punch your face. <laughs> 
I was like, I feel like in, I'm in the Real Housewives. Like, why are they gonna? Why is Wussy gonna punch? Like, why are you talking to my? Girl? Hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, gentleman. Hey, hey, hey. Nah, you they needed to me. just walk away. Huh? I was just literally. I looked at my friends. They looked at me. They're like, you know this guy. I met this guy Jeez, yesterday. Renee, the bad Me back then, I was so useless. <laughs> I was just like, this has never happened to me before. I was like, so why are you talking to my girl? Don't you know that? I was just like, sir. He's like, yeah, I'm. A, you up right here, right? <laughs> And I think it's crazy already in the American scene, but that's something that you would never see happen what? in the United Kingdom. I was, you would just go home and open Twitter and he would have wrote, huh? you can have her then. That was crazy. No, that that was definitely one of my like, oh, wow, am I a hot girl or something you like are that? It's crazy. The scene. hottest. Um, I remember that's going on, funny. oh man, Dating Chronicles are too funny. <laughs> I remember going out on a date with a guy who was um, a soldier. Wow. But he had a whole life. Like okay. he had a wife and kids. Mm. <laughs> mm. There's some escapades, boy. And even on the dating app Chronicles, I will never forget forget this guy called Hoyt. Don't you put in his name, man. It, it wasn't him. even his real name, but if you see a Hoyt, H O Y T, <laughs> avoid him. And literally, I thought it was a meme that he had posted, mm. but it wasn't a meme. It was him holding a gun to the the <laughs> camera and he's like i'm gonna treat you right and i was no, like no no no, no thank you <laughs> no, i was like sir i'm not sure that you know this is no thank you i don't want to but that was like the dating chronicles and definitely wow. the entitlement there's a couple of guys that you know i've gone on dates with where i've personally felt uncomfortable mm. because there's this implicit agreement that if you take me out on a date and yeah. you pay now i have to give up the goods and it's like unfortunately my good sir that's absolutely not how things Facts work over work, here and yeah. that's not my belief system and yeah. that's something that i say straight up nowadays um but in terms of actual like relationships i think i've had like i haven't had that many relationships yeah but the ones that i've had we've had some good times yeah but then at the same time i'm kind of like if i had the wisdom that i have now and i had the confidence and the capacity to express myself that i have now we wouldn't have been together at all. we wouldn't have been together so i think even for the younger sisters that yeah. are listening and even on behalf of some of the older systems because you guys always have so much wisdom and you yeah, come with so real. much wisdom but there is prudence in being picky and there's prudence in, in actually waiting until come you feel on. comfortable with yourself and comfortable enough to articulate yeah. your desires before hopping into a relationship Fact. with someone i think also i didn't realize just how big of a commitment a relationship can be and as much as you know for some folks the whole casual dating and the casual relationships works for them for me I don't like that yeah. I don't function best like yeah. that I know that I'm a very intentional person yeah. I know that I actually want to be in a long-term relationship that ends in marriage yeah. I know that these are things that I want, want for myself and if anything I wouldn't say it's necessarily regrets but more so growing yeah it's actually worth waiting 100 you know it's actually worth 100 like I was literally thinking this and we were discussing this briefly before we started recording yeah. that like, I think for me, the issue was 
I didn't know what I wanted. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I thought I knew what I wanted, but what I wanted was informed by so many things that I didn't necessarily understand. Right. And I think that it takes a level of, I wouldn't even say maturity in terms of age, like what age stage you are, Mm -hmm. but maturity in terms of have you sat with yourself and deeply thought and come to a place of true understanding about what you desire and also your conceptualization of what a relationship or what sex or what intimacy or what a boyfriend actually is i think we throw these things around but every every, as we can see from like somebody says they're in their relationship but really they've been in a 10-year situationship somebody says that you know they've got this thing on the side but the thing on the side thinks that they're married so we can throw around all of these words Mm. But really it comes down to semantics, Mm -hmm, but also mm -hmm. it comes down to you writing down personal definitions about what this means and what you desire from it. And I think when you are younger, it can be harder to know what you actually want because you just haven't known a lot about life yet. You may have known about your life, what you've been exposed to, but until you really engage in healthy community, have really explored your your beliefs, your ethos, your the way your your philosophies, the way you live your life, um, and the life that you desire to live you won't really know what you want because all of those things shape your desires Mm -hmm. and they shape what you pursue and what you put your energy towards and what you allow to have your energy. And so I find that, like, even in saying that I regret losing my virginity, right? It's not necessarily because, oh, like, I'm this Christian now and, you know, I I knew I should be, you know, celibate or whatever. Um, No, actually, I find, well, I lost my virginity when I became Christian shortly after. So it's (laughs) it's all messy at the beginning, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So, but, but I was encouraged by that fact because it wasn't religion that kept me from doing things in my heart, which I deeply wanted to do. And it allowed me to come to terms with, okay, why would I pursue abstinence or why would I pursue celibacy? And I think allowing yourself to ask yourself a question or discover what you want is one of the highest forms of liberation. Because oftentimes we are told what we should or should not, the things we should or should not want are dictated to us. Mm. We are told them, they are passed down to us through religion and all of those things. But I think you cannot experience true faith until God's desires or whatever you know you're 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 adhering to become your desires absolutely and so if your desires aren't grappled with how do you merge the two how do you con- you need to contend with the two okay if God's desires are meant to be my desires what are my desires and do are these two even compatible and then you deal with the contention or you ask the hard questions or you go to people and you're like actually sexual liberation looks like this to me mm. and so for me going on a journey of asking myself what does se- sexual liberation look like and what does me owning and having agency around my sexuality and my intimacy look like it meant I was asking questions to myself and to other people and even going to the bible to search for answers or find right. critiques around my relationship with pornography, my relationship with my body and my intimate parts and how I viewed myself as a woman, how I viewed my modesty, but even more importantly, how I let other people treat me, how I let other people have access to me, how I allowed people to teach me about relationships as Mm. well, because I have have been very vocal about my um, criticism towards the way society, culture, and even religion has coached women to have 
low or no expectations towards relationships. And I think it's important for us as people to have expectations and to know where those expectations are rooted, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is why we always need to talk about like, having unrealistic or I I wouldn't even say unrealistic is the world word but just sometimes outrageous um, expectations for our partners but also low expectations for ourselves and also the fact that some of us don't even feel like we we should be entitled to have expectations absolutely and the truth of the matter is you should you should have expectations for yourself for your life and for your partner and I think one of the greatest things that grieves me about younger Courtney but also about women in the world today, no matter what age, as you mentioned, is they don't feel like they have enough, they they can have expectations. Society is shaming us for having Mm, expectations mm -hmm. in some way. Um, Or we feel as though we are acting entitled or above ourselves if we are to have expectations, especially positive ones. But also it allows us to kind of, oh, how do I want to say this? Oh, do I want to say this at all? You got to say what you want to say. That's on your chest. (laughs) But also, I think there is a a way that we are being taught to operate, which teaches us to expect, place expectations on the wrong things. Right. In the sense that like, oh, if a man is to love me or if a person is to love me, they must show up for me in this specific way. Yeah. And I think that's even yeah. as detrimental Worse. as having no expectations. Worse. Worse. <laughs> Worse. Really and truly, as much as we talk about communication being this simple thing and that we should work on our communication and all that kind of stuff, it is one of the most fundamental things that I am constantly learning as I've grown older. And one of the things that I really hold true and dear to me, because even in that, right, communication, first of all, understanding what where are my desires rooted in? What do I actually want? And are these desires my desires, right? And I think that obviously social media and folks that have been able to grow mass followings through monopolizing what they think is female desires, right? Mm. As much of these things have been entertaining, they have definitely crept into the psyche of both men and women and has really detrimentally affected the dating market, have detrimentally affected the way that we engage with each other, even in community. And this is not to say that women shouldn't have expectations. It feels like we're constantly veering between the extremes where it's like, you either have no expectations in order to shield yourself from harm or hurt or to allow yourself to kind of go with the flow when you know that's not what your heart wants. Or you go to the extremes and say, if this man or whoever is to love me, they need to show up for me in these very, very specific Specific ways. ways. Very, very like minute ways, but also have extreme implications for their capacity to show up for you. So I know we often use the example of the six figure man or the seven figure man and just don't get me wrong financial stability is important important. but i think there's a difference between desiring financial stability and dreaming to have somebody (sighs) there's a difference between financial stability and wanting to be somebody's sugar baby 
Go listen to the Sugar Baby episode. And this is not to say, look, again, we have our thoughts and our opinions and we're not here to say what's right and what's wrong, but it's more about encouraging you to be very clear on your desires and understanding where those desires are coming from and how that will impact your capacity to engage with the dating market. So understanding that if you do desire, say the six figure man, understanding, okay, that is actually a small proportion of men in your current dating pool and being okay with that. But then equally not allowing yourself to minimize your yourself if you are a woman of high caliber there's so many women out here even this is from the dilemma very educated women mm. there are women out here that are buying their houses that mm. are doing their own stuff mm. starting their own businesses that have really great jobs mm. that are just really excellent people yeah, yeah. and i think that even though there is you know the extremities in some feminine communities to desire men that are extremely materialistic and very much the top whatever percentage mm. in that particular um in those specific um areas mm. there is something to be said around the fact that as a woman that has been actively working on yourself and as a woman that is desiring specific things from a relationship it's actually okay to do that mm. especially if you have been going on the process of bettering yourself I think, I don't know if it sometimes feels so unfortunate or it's unfortunate to see when I go online or have conversations with people that are like, I have no hope in the dating market because I feel like I'm constantly lowering my standards and people are just like disappointing and whatnot. And there is an element of self-awareness that's important in understanding how you do come across in the dating market. However, I'm just so sick and tired of the message of, oh, women, your standards are too high. Let me tell you something. You need to get this together, and all that kind of stuff. Let me tell you something. (sighs) Shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Close it up. Close it up. Close it up. Close it up. I I love that. I really, really think that's contributing to such extreme polarization right now where it's, you have a whole bunch of men that are triggered, upset, really angry, especially because, especially um, folks that may not be, you know, part of that 1% or whatnot, who are very, very triggered by the fact that there's a whole bunch of women that are really elevating in a number of areas that may be inaccessible to them, or maybe they're just misjudged, or maybe they don't have the same capacity for. Like I often hear the whole example of the educated woman Mm. being undesirable or masculine um the woman that's got her own and this is the thing right this is the thing this whole idea that women working on themselves and expressing their expectations is indicative of their lack of femininity is so so (laughs) so so frustrating you even brought up another thing that really irritates my entire spirit soul and being since when did having no expectations or low expectations become synonymous with being feminine? You know what it is. And you know, I'm actually going to speak about it from my perspective. Right. So if you relate to it, fantastic. Maybe this will give you language. If you don't relate to it, it's okay. Maybe this is the segment for you. And if you are a man, I am not. So I don't know. Um, number one, what I find interesting is when people are like, oh, you know, why do you have these expectations? I think yep. the first thing I wanted to touch on actually is when you were talking about the whole like one and a guy with six figures and all of that. I think there is no issue with whatever you desire from your partner. I think the question is, why do you desire it? And the question, the, the reason why that's the question is, is it because you think it's a status symbol? Is it because people are telling you that that's what you should want? Or is it actually practical and compatible for Absolutely. your future? right so my thing is this 
A woman often will have expectations or a man will have expectations for their partner because they have cast a vision for their future. And their understanding is me choosing to partner with you in a legal, sexual, spiritual, if you want to tease it that way, all of the all's relationship is because I see you partnering with me for my future. Right. And I see you assisting my future. And because I have a vision, I now have expectations. Firstly, I have expectations for myself. How many episodes did we do in season three talking about it's the year of vision? Set a vision and now you have to have standards for yourself. Mm. Now you need to form habits. Now you need to learn how to heal. Now you need to start making t- the steps towards healing. This is how you deal with your finances. This is how you repair your relationships with your family. We set expectations for ourselves that at some point, because I have written down this vision, I need to change. And I need to change in alignment with what I have written down and with what I have cast for my future, right? So if a woman has done that, And she's become a woman of vision, a woman who has become diligent in pursuing that. Why would she partner herself with somebody who jeopardizes that? Like we said, if you would like to comment below and share your thoughts and opinions on such, we would very much welcome it because I I think it would shed light on such. And a a man wouldn't jeopardize that either. I think when men never navigate the, the, um, dating scene especially if they are intending pursuing something like marriage or you know finding a mother for their children they literally see it like that who am I going to allow to carry my future absolutely and it's the same with women who am I going to allow to carry me into my future but you know what's interesting about that though is that most people think that women shouldn't have that perspective in that the whole proactivity of and then they will turn around and and blame them and blame them when the exactly you picked the wrong person and so really and truly decide what you want us to do and i'm sick of an internet culture that is throwing women and people especially young people into a state of confusion around something which albeit not easy is actually quite simple it just requires you to be willing to step up and it comes back to what i was saying about maturity but i think because so many people want the clicks they want the the viral the viral um moment they are making something which is simple so complicated and it's making people confused Mm. confused about who they are what their femininity is what their masculinity is right there is no need to be confused like and, and it really does frustrate me because i see so many young women how are you 19 20 21 25 whatever and you're already settling you're already giving up because you are confused about how it is you can navigate such a treacherous or such a a wasteland and a dark space that is dating when actually that should not even be your perspective right help it's like when we come on here I remember I did a video on my channel talking about women who, you know, are talking about feminine energy and all of that. Oh, sometimes the comments just make me, they make me scared when they afford. Afford. DT. I said, okay, how come you've got all of this feminine energy, but you don't have female friends, right? Feminine energy is not just reserved to attract Mm -hmm. the masculine. It is also there to help nurture your, your relationships in general, which include relationships and sisterhood. People in my comments, some people, a lot of people loved it, but some people in my comments, 
I don't associate femininity with sisterhood because women are this. Why should a woman have to pursue being in community? Why sisterhood isn't even all that? Friendship isn't even all that. I've That's tried fine. to be friends this with ain't for you. One, this ain't for you. And number two, why is a simple concept of saying have friends throwing you off? you don't got no friends no because you don't have common sense you are confused no 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 no. i'm gonna call it what it is you are confused about some of the basic principles of life and the reason why you're confused probably isn't even your fault is because you've grown up listening to a broken culture that is the internet or that is maybe somebody who hadn't dealt with or contended with their own heartbreak Mm. towards friendship or towards something or towards relationships or towards people or towards a specific community and you've internalized that pain and it is now told you that you don't need to engage in all forms of community in order to glow and grow as a person but the truth of the matter is you need people and also people can be good people I'm sick of people being so inflated in ego in thinking that they are the only good person navigating the world you are not there are also people who albeit they are not perfect they are trying Mm. and they are worth engaging in relationship with whether that be romantic or platonic but I think we have thrown ourselves or been thrown into a state of confusion surrounding relationships so much so that we don't even know what we are doing and yet we still want to reap the benefits of it and engage in the activities that people in relationships should be engaging in if I'm not in intimacy with you, I'm not in the safety. That is above of your being, pay grade. It's above. It's your access denied. Access actually denied. That above, that's why we'd be looking for the six figure guys because we need somebody in our pay grade Ac- to access that. Six Trolling. access Trolling. is actually denied, and I think because we still want to experience the niceties, mm. we are in, we are cosplaying what relationships actually Absolutely. are. And on that point, this might sound very controversial because I saw somebody state something like this on the internet internet recently and people came for her i'm glad you brought up the whole uh splitting bills and financial responsibilities and just the general responsibilities that can come from engaging with someone Mm. in a relationship if you are in a situation i would implore you to think twice or think again if you would want to intertwine intertwine rather your life with them whether it be buying a house let me tell you something Go on, no, do your list, do your list, do your list, sorry, do your list, because I know you're going to come with fire, but I need to say something. So you say what you're going to say, I'm going to remember what I had to say and I'm saying it, so go on. Whether it be splitting, a, splitting those bills, owning a house together, actual financial, what could be assets as well as liabilities, you need to make sure that when you are in communion with somebody, if when, when you are engaging with them in any capacity, anyway. that there is explicit agreement as to how you handle things. And this is why it is very important for women to have expectations and to express them so that there is clarity and that they are not hoodwinked in the process. Because time and time again, in our own experiences, in the people that we may have around us, the stories that we have heard from other women where they've had the wool pulled over their eyes because hoodwinked. they were hoodwinked, yeah. if you will, because they had unexpressed expectations Mm. and they they allowed and this is not to you know Mm. deny anybody Mm -mm. the capacity to give you know men leadership or whatnot but this has to operate in the parameters of mutual expressed expectations you cannot lead until that power has been given to you Hmm. by your followers and let me tell you 
This Think is about the prime just, minister. The prime minister you. cannot operate until he's voted in. But you know what's so beautiful about that? This isn't even just about vocalized expectations. This is about legalized <laughs> expectations. Yeah, 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 yeah. More than just saying it to me, put it in writing and sign the dotted line. And the, the reason why I say this is because in asking Child. ourselves in 2023, is relation are relationships hopeful or even beneficial for women? Right. There's something that comes to mind which has always stuck with Come me. Come on now. Which is you are single alone until you are married. Married me. specifically. And the reason why I say that is because marriage, as much as people use this as a criticism, is a legal bond. And the reason why that is beautiful is it means that now we're building not only with expectations that we have vocalized, expectations we are bound to. Right. And that means something. That means something. And I you know remember. What, sorry, sorry, I'm so sorry to cut no, you. But okay. you know what that actually reminds me of? You know, like all of those like divorce proceedings and whatnot. And it's always the men that have like the least amount of gold that be like, I don't really want to get married because if we divorce, then half of my things goes to this lady. Absolutely. You know what you're putting on the line. Absolutely. There's a video that I saw, a TikTok I saw from Candice Braithwaite, where mm-hmm, she was talking mm-hmm. about how like her and her partner, you know, they had been together for a while. They didn't have to get married. They felt very secure Absolutely. in the fact that they had, you know, an amazing relationship. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. But she said they got married because there are just some things, especially when it comes to finance, when it comes to asset, when it comes to the future, which you desire, which just don't work. And she's not entitled to if she is not legally his wife. And so I feel like with a lot of this conversation, when it comes to protecting our future, planning for our future, and also giving ourselves not even security, but actual peace of mind and stake in relationships more so for women than for men sometimes the legal element is necessary should you believe in it and I know not in it's in every culture there are different ways that marriage take form but I think it's so beautiful to see that in most cultures there is a custom whether it be legal at the court or in somebody's living room where it says by witness you have bound yourself to this and this means that there's expectations your community lay on Mm. you there's expectations your partner has of you there are expectations your children have of you because you not only bear this title but your name is on that deed and I think it's important for us to remember that and that's why when you said buying a house with somebody and you're in a relationship why are you building a future with somebody who has only expressed with words who was there to hear it where are the papers to show it and so many women have been hoodwinked and bamboozled by that and so so many of us cannot fall into the deception of thinking allowing ourselves to build futures in situationships and build futures in unstable relationships or even just intimate relationships which are not, dare I say, bound by law or bound by custom is going to be helpful for us we'll because we hoping. we are often on the losing side. Right, right, right. And think about it, even when we think of you know legal proceedings and structures of society, this is where patriarchy will win if you don't protect yourself Facts. legally. Facts. Because, because the law is patriarchal in nature. Sorry, I just wanted to put that <laughs> out there. The law is patriarchal in nature. Like, please, please no, don't, don't do this me. to you. No, 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 no. Because for me, like remembering that you are single until you are married, it reminds me that you are building your future And the only way to really secure it if you choose to build it with somebody mm-hmm. else is to do it in this specific way think about us i love you 
I trust you. But when it came to build, building a community and founding a business together, we said, okay, let's enter into a partnership. Right. This partnership can not only be in name alone. It cannot only be because we show up on camera together. It cannot only be because you are my best friend and I love you. Put it on paper. Right. Tell Companies House what Hello. we are doing because if anything is to fall apart, you've got your shares and I've got mine. And we've both got stakes in this legally. There's a reason why even with the people you love most, there must be a legal stake. You don't even need it with your parents. But if you go to your courthouse and you say, legally, I am this parent's, this person's child legally i am their child even then you might have to if you're interested in divorcing your parents you have to go through a process a whole process a whole process there's a reason but there's Man. there's security that these things offer us mm -hmm, and i think mm -hmm. you know i just wanted to highlight that in a world which is constantly trying to kind of degrade the importance of marriage i think women are probably going to be on the losing side yeah of absolutely that. they always are so we just have to be careful they always are so all this you know oh don't expect to be married be in a 10-year relationship do Lord of the Rings, accept a promise ring, take a Haribo and, you know, that accept that as commitment, you're going to end up being on the losing side Absolutely. if you are not careful. And this is not me wishing bad on anyone's relationship, but this is for me to say, even the people we love most, things don't always work out with them. 110% absolutely put i'm done talking now so no, courtney that was great man because the girlies needed to hear it How? i'm taking a step like this taking a step <laughs> even with that right taking it a step back because i know that sorry marriage yes, is not, not for everybody it's not for everyone and yeah. that's perfectly yeah, within yeah, your yeah. right but the whole point is expressing your expectations yep. and staking your claim, especially when you are navigating relationships. So there is no need to be in a state of confusion. Please. You are willfully putting yourself in a state of confusion, hoping that the clarity will be brought, brought about or born out of the other person. That's not the way that relationships work. It's in not our how opinion. life works. That's not the way that life works, right? So if it is that you are intending to, you know, purchase a house, purchase a house with your partner, are you aware of the terms and conditions? Are you aware of who owns what? What happens if you break up? You need to be thinking about these things practically, the practical elements of being with someone. It's not just a hunky-dory, go with the flow, yeah, all of that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff, yeah. if that is your desire. Yeah, and if, yeah. you're, if you are somebody that's thinking about having a long-term relationship beyond the whole lovey-dovey stuff and intimacy and it makes me feel good, there are real-life implications of tying and intertwining your life with somebody else that you need to be thinking about. It may not be marriage for you, but it may be something else. Living together, for yeah. example. You need to figure out um, how you're going to split bills and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I am constantly so frustrated when I come across these stories of people being hoodwinked because they're not checking on the bills or they're yes. not seeing that you know the house that both of them are living in is about to be uh, put up foreclosed. by the bailiffs foreclosed something like that being aware and this is not to say that you should be suspicious of your partner mm -mm, mm -mm, this mm -mm. is us saying if you desire being in communion with someone if you desire being in relationship with someone relationship requires transparency and it requires expressed expectations don't shy away from having expectations especially the ones that are a little bit less romantic in the romantic setting yeah. it's important that you set yourself up don't go with the flow or else you'll find yourself in and out of the flow for the next you 10 years sink. go with the flow you'll find yourself in the deep end and you will sink and then it's like at the end, once you realize, okay, maybe this didn't work out. What do you have to show for it? What's happened? Just dumb comments on YouTube videos. 
you get angry you and get pain bitter. and also just loss and grief and this isn't this isn't us shaming or clowning anybody it's actually to say behind even the horrible comments on the internet 100%. is a lot of pain 100%. and you are left with pain and we don't want that for anybody we don't want you to experience the grief and the disappointment and the things that not only can become generational but you just don't want to go through in life because they are traumatic absolutely just please if you can protect yourself and like get clued up as well especially if you are looking to pursue serious relationships um but also don't be afraid to have those expectations which still allow you to build towards the future that you actually want just because you desire a relationship doesn't mean you need to forfeit your desire for a good future the two go hand in hand if anything the relationships in your life are meant to add to your vision like we obviously we're talking about it in the romantic sense but picture Picture the relationship between me and Courtney. Our relationship has absolutely been so beneficial for our long-term visions. That's what your relationship should do. They should be an investment into Mm -hmm. the future you. And if you have any relationships, whether it be platonic, and this is not me saying divorce your parents, but you know, you might have to look at that one because some of them don't be invested in our futures and whatnot. But particularly with romantic relationships and platonic friendships, where you get to choose the people that you enter into communion with, are they the best sort of investment for you at this time? Mm-mm-mm. And not just at this time, will they depreciate in value or will they appreciate? Mm-mm-mm. Will they become will they a liability? You? Will they become a liability or will they become an asset to you? Mm-hmm. And again, this is not to say that relationships should always be transactional. But again, I think we think in extremes. It doesn't need to be transactional, but then it's not just about the hunky-dory, lovey-dovey It intimacy. does need to be beneficial. It needs to be beneficial. And as tricky as it is to find somebody that can do that or to find a relationship that encompasses those things, at least being picky enough and intentional enough to say, you know what, these are the things that I desire in a relationship. This is what I'm willing to commit to. I'm going to take my time with this process and understand that if I want this thing at the end of the day, it means that today I have to make some concessions. It means that today I need to be a bit more intentional in the dating market. It means that today I need to close the YouTube app. Maybe Mm. I need to remove myself from Instagram Mm. and Twitter. Maybe I need to stop watching all of these or listening to these podcasts that maybe, do you know what I mean? Maybe it looks like me um, investing in my friendships as well so that I actually have access to the kind of networks that will actually allow me to meet the kinds of people that That I I want to meet romantically. Maybe it looks like making those sacrifices today so i can build a better future with the right kind of person because i'm telling you no matter how many right nows mr right nows you can stack up they Mm -hmm. will never be mr right and Mm -hmm. all of those right nows will eventually be a big wrong at Mm -hmm. the end of the tunnel Mm. Mm. so please sisters happy valentine's day if you're celebrating with your loved ones uh, god bless you uh, have fun roses have your million roses and whatnot see <laughs> people that have all the roses on the floor and um how isn't that a petals. bit of a waste like all i mean who cleans it it's just logistically but it's nice it's a nice gesture it's nice, but it's a lot, isn't it? yeah you know if if you're getting, you know, the Prosecco or the, the bed and the, uh, what do you call nice it? Nice stuff. Happy Valentine's happy or Valentine's. happy anniversary, whatever it is yeah. you're celebrating. But if you, know, if you are single, love. please love yourself. Hello. Enjoy yourself. February 14th is not just for those in relationships. It's to celebrate all forms of love there as we well. Go. go and buy yourself some nice flowers. Get something for your sisters. Get something for your sisters. Take yourself something. out. Go, look good. Don't be sat there in 
misery. Seriously, get yourself love, outside. Stories, or make yourself stuff. something nice. Enjoy. Also, don't be on the internet. Time. Don't be a hater. If you yeah, see couples that are doing up, well, love up, love up, just mind your business. Yeah, like, comment in the, in happy ways. But you don't if even you're have a to hater, like. Just turn off your phone. I'm screaming. You act like there you're in bondage to have to engage. You know what I mean? Where every week they've got something. Just me and my you and your bail yet again. Oh my god! <laughs> and as for you people that say it's Valentine's Day every day, like no, you, it's February fourteenth. I don't even want to see you guys. It's like saying it's Christmas every day because Jesus is alive. It's, it's like, okay. Oh, they make me feel like it's my birthday every day. Look here, but it's not. <laughs> Look here, legally, not trying to be romantic. Not, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I get her fifty million roses every day. No, you don't. No, but the thing is, they usually say it so they can get out of doing exactly. stuff on February fourteenth. Because don't February fifteenth, there's a girl on TikTok here yeah, yeah. that made a video that was like. She doesn't want roses on Valentine's Day. I've you. been loving seeing all the videos of you people like, hey, hey, shut up. You stop that. Shut that you rubbish up. So if you are one of our brothers listening, do something nice for a woman that you love. Look, please. if you are a brother, if you are a brother. Let's put you on yeah, some game. Let's put you on some game. Go and get something nice for that girl mm. you like. Yeah, that pretty lady. You know, mm. you had your eye on her. If you haven't coughed mm-hmm. up already. Firstly, actually ask her to be your Valentine because I'm sick of people yeah. assuming. No, ask her. She wants to <laughs> you know be asked. Was, Oh, you want to do a thing? <laughs> <laughs> you want, that's where the Harry Bear ring comes from. That's that exactly, the Harry that's the Harry caliber. Oh, do you want to like, you know, do, do a... No words, just vibes. <laughs> <laughs> you want to just do a thing? What does that mean? Ask. Those are the people Ask. that that's say, oh, every one. day is Valentine's Day. Exactly, you're exactly. You're doing nothing. Anyways, so number one, ask, ask her, yeah, and also try and tailor it a little bit if yeah. you're asking the babe. You know, some girls like roses, yeah. some girls like tulips. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you if you know her well enough, it's always nice to have yeah. a nice little touch. You know, what a I'm little saying? something, something. Her yeah. favorite chocolate. Take her to a nice place. You know Doesn't I mean? have to be expensive. That's another encouragement for you. Don't have to break the bank. I know Absolutely. you're going to be seeing a lot of you know Louis Vuitton logo, um, <sighs> Gucci this week. It's all right if and you ain't got it. Don't break. Cute, but that's none of my business. Hundred percent. Don't break you, your back do something that is from your heart absolutely speak a thousand words write her a nice card whatever no but write her a nice card because i don't know the brothers some of y'all struggle to write your feelings and whatnot just a little something something oh you know babes i like the sparkle in your eye or like i like it when you laugh just something this is how i feel about something that she can keep you know all the things that you think are quote unquote moist 100%. or cringe or stuff like that and, and then make a memory like make a good memory that she won't forget and you'll be all right Aww. and then move on from there not us giving the valentine's game yeah someone someone has to help them and somebody has to enjoy someone has to because we want the sisters to enjoy so there you kind of have to help the brothers there we go. and also virtue. sisters like valentine's day is not just oh, oh he's spoiling oh me. please sex is not a oh, gift oh. i just wanted to put that out there sex is not a gift somebody, we get it you're buying somebody, a new pants i was about to say <laughs> As the car is full. Okay, give Rihanna your money, but also maybe buy a card as well. <laughs> Somebody is putting bow tie lingerie inside their basket as we're speaking. I've seen you and it's red. <laughs> no, I'm seeing you. It's red, red and black. Look at you, honey devil. You need to be banned. <laughs> oh my god. Ah. <laughs> You're so happy. Ah. <laughs> no, because why is it always red no. and black? 
He's always when I'm back. Looking like you're in mourning. If you don't go and buy a car from Car Factory. Oh, babes, we're going to do handcuffs today. Go and pick up a car. Some some people, they've been waiting for February 14th to do the kinky stuff. Yeah, some, you know, spanking. But make it good. Make it memorable. Make it good, but also buy something as well. Yeah, something nice. Let him remember that he was also romanced. There you go. There you go. I would love to hear the brothers, you know. What do you want for Val's day? Please. No, because I think a lot of women also struggle they to do. know yeah, yeah, what, sure. like, sure. yeah, because sure. it's such a, for sure, a woman mm-hmm. focused. But you know what I would say for that? Like, for the guys, if you, like, really try and get to know them well before Valentine's mm. Day, obviously we're pressed for time now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but the sorts no, of I've come and see the girls asking a million questions. What's your favorite color? What's your favorite film? Like, um, you know I mean? Did you have a favorite Avenger? Oh, what's your <laughs> What do you listen to? <laughs> what's your trouser uh, size? <laughs> 42 inch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you like tracksuits? Nike tracksuits, yeah? Yeah, Nike tracksuits. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Find do out. You can even nice. talk to, uh, you know, his if you're, friends. Yeah, his friends. His friends might be a good. Just browse his Insta or something. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Oh, we are sending you so much love, guys. 100. We want to see lots of love. Healthy, Healthy functional, functional love. Secure. Secure. Legally bound love. <laughs> we want to see it legally bound, okay? <laughs> legally in writing if you will um we encourage legal writing um but sisters we're wishing you a very very happy valentine's day we are sending lots and lots of love both in the romantic sense but also the platonic sense so hoping that you have a fabulous day with your loved ones and you know how you can support some of your online loved ones by following us on all social media. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever wondered how can I show love to the Two My Sisters community yeah. during this time of love? That is by going on our social media at Two My Sisterhood on ooh, 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 all platforms. All of them. The TikToks, the Twitters, the LinkedIn, all of the them. Instagram. We are everywhere, Literally. honey. So come and show us some love by following us, especially if you're new around here and want to be plugged in to anything and everything that we have in store. And of course, please, please, please show some love to my incomparable, phenomenal, fantastic, the one, the only at CD Boateng to the left of me. And of course, come and show me a little bit of love in over at Renee Kapuki. We love to see it. Sign up to the mailing list so you can get weekly glow and grow tips straight to your in box the newsletters are still going out still going strong that community is still hefty and so plug in all right but sisters we hope that you have an amazing week enjoy yourself love on yourself no matter what time you're listening to this and we'll talk to you very 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 soon as oh next week you might have something special coming oh just a little something something yeah but as always keep glowing and growing Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 